0: Super Talk Mississippi media production.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jamie Creel with Shelter Insurance. Come see how we've built a name that you can trust and why it is a must to get your free quote today with our Switch and Save. Located in Ridgeland and Florida Mississippi, give us a call, 601-992-6000.
2: This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi.
0: It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. When I'm gone!
2: Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Supertalk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch us too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com and you'll see I'm not alone today. And you may have heard that the 21st season of American Idol has officially kicked And of course, Mississippi is well represented and joining us today is one of the contestants, Zachariah Smith, who recently moved to Amory and he wowed all three of the judges. Hey, Zachariah.
3: Hey, how are you?
2: I am doing well and congratulations.
3: Thank you so much. Thank you.
2: All right. You're 19, but I read where at 15, you first had your eyes set on auditioning for American Idol. What made you wait until now? Why did you feel like this was your year to show them what you got?
3: Well, that's a great question. Um, Back in 2018, I thought that I had it. And uh, I went out there. It was open call auditions back then. And so, uh, you know, I thought I'd give it my all then, and I was obviously too young, didn't make it through. Um, but this year, I just kind of had a spark in me, and it—I uh, just—I felt like it was in me. It was meant for me to do the do it this year. And so, I just thought, you know, why not go ahead and audition on Zoom? And uh, I took my chances, and I—I uh, I guess I. I don't
2: know. (laughs) Well, it was definitely your year and the planets aligned. And I was sharing your story with a friend, Zachariah, who has a daughter who hopes to be on American Idol or one of the shows at some point. Mm. Um, And she was saying, what a beautiful story of someone who chased their dream, maybe didn't make it the first go. But, you know, with a little maturity and work, you know, never let that get out of sight and then went back for it. And, you know, wowed all three and now moving on to the next round. And what a good teaching opportunity your story is for us and sort of our kids. So thanks for going back, by the way. <laughs> it was, a, you know. But yeah, that,
3: absolutely.
2: Yeah. But that's not when you started singing. You started way back before 15, if you can imagine that. Uh, I read where I think like six, five or six is when you found you had some chops. How did that come about?
3: Yeah. So, um, my mom has played piano all of her life and, uh, we were sitting down just watching TV one day and, uh, a movie had came on that we were very familiar with. And I just started singing along with the movie. And my mom was like, wow, like my son can sing. Um, and so I just started singing in church at six years old. And I just, I mean, I've never stopped. I've done it my entire life.
2: Now you haven't lived in Mississippi your whole life, but we're claiming you because you are a, a living here now. Um, how long did you? Was it before you moved to Amory?
3: I have lived in Mississippi for about a year now, um, but obviously, you know, I got married, and so now I'm a stepfather of three. And uh, you know, Amory, Mississippi's treated me well, and I love Amory, Mississippi.
2: One uh part of your story that I think everybody loves is the fact that you were, just like so many of us, getting up every morning, being a, a father, stepfather, working to support your family there at a local restaurant, Bill's Hamburgers, and the love that you've sort of shown to the restaurant and the community there at, at Amory. Tell us a little bit about uh, Bill's Hamburgers, because I feel like they... They've kind of stolen the show uh, in terms of, uh, you know, what you did prior to your American Idol um, opportunity.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Bill's Hamburgers will always hold a special place in my heart. um, And so will the customers of Bill's Hamburgers. But with Bill's Hamburgers being my story here, um, it really just, you know, I feel like it shows America that I truly am just a people person. And I really just enjoy entertaining, serving, whatever I can do for the people. And, um, so if, I mean, even if it means I just sit there and cook on the grill all day and I'm singing, you know, Bob Aran by the Beach Boys, um, a lot of customers just enjoy, you know, coming in and seeing me at the grill and maybe whistling or humming along. And, uh, you know, you are right. Bill's has stole a little bit of the spotlight, but that's, that's okay. Uh, Bill's just always, will always feel like home to me.
2: Well, that's that's one of the other parts that makes Mississippi so great, Zachariah, is the fact that we support our local people and talent, but also our local restaurants. And for Bill's to be around in Amory, I think you mentioned on uh, air on American Idol 75 going on the upwards towards 100 years it means they're doing something right there in Amory Mississippi to make it that long but boy you're doing something right you got three very enthusiastic yeses from all three judges Lionel Richie Katy Perry Luke Bryan not everybody gets that and so what was that like to just hear positive vibes from all three judges
3: Yeah. I mean, after I had sang everything, um, I, you know, Luke had looked at me and said, go back to Amory. And at that point I thought, you know, okay, Luke's going to give me a no. Uh, It's okay. I can accept it. Um, And then he told me to get a little lighter fluid and go burn the apron. Um, So to hear that I wasn't, you know, going to have to be making burgers anymore, I was ecstatic, of course. Um, But it was just, it's such a once in a lifetime opportunity that you get and uh I'm just so thankful for each and every single one of them for finally giving me that yes that I've um awaited all of these years.
2: Well, it definitely wasn't your first time entertaining in front of folks, and if it was, then you really are a natural, because uh, you looked like you'd been doing it for years and super comfortable with it. Where, I mean, where did that come from? Is there someone in your family that also kind of has the entertainer vibe to them, or is it just Zechariah, just being Zachariah, as maybe your family would say? Sure.
3: Well, uh, music has always been in my family's blood. Um... However, I have always looked up to Michael Jackson. He was one of my biggest inspirators. And um, I didn't know about him until his passing. And so I guess being that little boy, seeing him, you know, dancing and singing the thriller and seeing, you know, dead people coming out of the grave, whatnot, and dancing in the street, um, it somehow just sparked something in me and was like, you know, I think I want to do that for a living.
2: (laughs) Well, I think you're on your way, Zachariah. I definitely do that. And I know the song choice. Anytime we have someone here who's had the opportunity to make it to the next or out of the auditions in one of these, it always goes back to song choice being so uh, important. And gosh, I mean, there's endless song opportunities out there, right, for you to have to pick one for the biggest stage or the moment of your life. So how did you land on the one that you chose for American Idol?
3: yeah so with hurt so good um it's a very challenging song and you know it doesn't sound like it would be um however if you don't have the natural rasp uh, to say you're going to be struggling and so rock and roll is already you know my mix of uh you know colors i'll say it's my genre and so i had old time rock and roll by bob seeger and I kid you not, 15 minutes before my audition, um, they, they had asked me, they were like, you know, why don't, why don't you try this song? And so I did. And they were like, would you be comfortable doing this as your audition? And I was like, well, if you think it's going to get me that golden ticket, then yeah, let's do it. So we pulled the trigger last minute and I had switched it.
2: How much did you get or how long did you have to practice it prior to after the switch prior to walking on stage in front of the judges? Because I feel like, you know, changing your shoes or your outfits, one thing, but changing something you've been practicing or thinking to have to, like, say in public is a completely different thing.
3: Yeah, and a lot of people wouldn't know this, but now they will. Um I didn't have a whole lot of time to practice that song, excuse me. Um and so I you know, I was just sitting there going over it in my head outside of the audition waiting room or the green room you can say, and uh so you know I I just had to mentally prepare myself. A lot of it is a mental game um aside from song choice, and if you're not mentally prepared Um, it's going to be very challenging for you. But I think, you know, I put myself in a good place and uh it was a great song, and everybody has loved it. Everybody's loved the audition. I think it was a fantastic choice
2: it was and you know talk about being mentally prepared all the different uh sort of singing competitions have their different way of doing things one they don't you don't see the judges obviously until they turn around but American Idol you're always staring them down the you know you know in the eyes all, all six eyes all you know all, all three judges mm-hmm. the whole time do you remember the first judge that showed interest in what you were doing
3: yeah um i had walked in and i'm just sitting there looking at all three of them and katie had just seemed to be the one that had just you know she was like he is so much fun and so i i figured at that point i was like okay she's gonna give me my first yes
2: She was. I watched your uh, audition and I think you had two notes out of your mouth and her eyes just lit up and like, wow, like this kid's got something. And this is so much fun. Zachary, uh, can you, Zachariah, can you hang on with us for just a second? Can you do the break?
3: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right. We got more with Zachary Smith coming up next. uh, 21st season of American Idol.
3: Come on, girl. Now it's you. Let's see what we can do Come on and make it hurt hurt so good Hey Come on, baby Make it hurt so good Cause sometimes the love Don't feel like it should You make it hurt so good All right All right Thank you
0: making your afternoon just a little brighter it's good things with rebecca turner on super talk mississippi
1: well since my baby left me well i found a new place to dwell
0: well it's down at the end of lonely street that's
2: Welcome back to Good Things. Don't forget, you can watch us on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com, and you can watch our guest, Zachariah Smith. He is on the 21st season of American Idol, which has kicked off, and he recently moved to Amory over a year ago, so he's a Mississippi boy, and Rana was on point uh, using Elvis to bring you back in, Zachariah, because I was stalking your Instagram earlier, which, you know, every good fan does, right? And I came across the sweetest video of you there, I think at Bill's Hamburgers, if I'm correct, there in Amory, and you had two wise in years, which is elderly, uh, customers who stopped you, so tell us what happened and what they asked of you, because I melted, this was just awesome.
3: Yeah, I mean, I was uh, going back and forth, we had a really busy day, but um, it was actually one of those ladies' birthdays, and so... Instead of singing Happy Birthday, I wanted an Elvis, and which of course I'm a sucker for Elvis. I love Elvis, and so I was like, you know, why don't why don't I give them something different? Because you know I do have people come in uh, and ask for you know Happy Birthday, uh, but I was like, you know, Elvis.
2: So now I'm going to ask you, can you sing it for us? <laughs>
3: Well, yeah, I can try. Wise men say only fools rush in, but I can't help falling in love with you.
2: Much better than happy birthday. Zachariah, I'd have to say, much better. And I love that even though, you know, maybe you weren't born and raised here in Mississippi, you know, our our hometown boy Elvis still has his, you know, influence in on, on you and sort of your future. But I think you've got a big future no matter who your influence is. You're going to figure out your sort of own path on the show. And so what happens next? Because we kind of forget that there's multiple ways that the different shows work, right? You guys don't necessarily have a coach or sort of do you. So set us up for Once you get your golden ticket, now that you have it, well, what's next, and then what could be next for you?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's certain things I can and can't say, but what I can say is uh, Hollywood Week is right around the corner, and um, I think everybody is going to thoroughly enjoy it. Um, And no matter what happens throughout this season, um, just to be able to say that I was an American Idol and I got my golden ticket, Um, that's just, that is a once in a lifetime opportunity and you don't get that opportunity every often, very often. And so, um, you know, Hollywood week's going to come and, you know, there's a lot of challenges that you have to face, um, figuring out who you are as a performer and picking the right song choices, um, maybe staying up late and learning a new song. Um, a lot of those things play into factor. And so Hollywood week is a challenge to see, you know, if you can really handle the music business. And I feel like American Idol really does a great job of preparing you uh, for what lies ahead in your future.
2: Were you shocked by any of that or kind of had you already understood maybe not understood all the business i mean you're only 19 but then also it's hard to know what you don't know if you've never really been in into it but do you feel like you kind of had i guess a little idea that it was going to be a bit of a grind or has something shocked you about sort of the behind the scenes of it
3: yeah i mean honestly it's it is such a challenging week um, and so, you know, before I go, I'm just, you know, right now I'm even mentally preparing myself. Um, and so, you know, you just, you have to be ready for whatever. Um, there could be something that comes up to spur of the moment and they're like, hey, we need you to learn the song. And so, I mean, you gotta do it. So, uh, it's just certain things like that, that, you know, you have to be ready for and, but you also wanna have fun as well. And you don't want to overthink it. Um, You know, I just I really just want to go out there and have fun. And whatever happens, happens.
2: Well, that is why I would never be good at it, Zachariah. I overthink everything. So (laughs) I'm in in my right (laughs) lane for sure. But you've also um, had opportunity now to get past uh, the smaller stages there in Amory or within the community and gotten to have some gigs. And the community is supporting you. So what you've been doing, where are you going? We all want to be able to support you. How can we do that?
3: absolutely um i've been you know i'm going into the schools and i'm you know kind of giving something for the kids to get excited about because um, of course then they go home and they're like we saw american idol zach smith and so you know uh they get excited and they tell their parents about it and they tell everybody that they know um and so i've been you know doing uh, little gigs here and there in amory at uh you know smoking bros uh one of the best ra- restaurants we have in here by the way um, and so, you know, I just, you know, I really try to connect with the community. Um, cause this is, you know, I want to get them involved as well. This isn't just for me, but you know, this, this whole audition and just this journey is, you know, it's for my family and it's for Amory. And, uh, you know, even back in my hometown, Wabash, Indiana, this is for them as well. And so, um, I really just try to get out into the community and, you know, be the best that I can and, you know, just stay humble and, you know. Try to be an entertainer
2: and enjoy it. I mean, Rhino and I were talking 21 season of American Idol. That would mean we were almost your age when American Idol first started, <laughs> which I know not to keep poking fun at. And I'm not poking fun, but bringing up how young you are. But do you remember the first like when you first knew that American Idol was even in like a show? How old were you? Do you remember like or who won? Who was sort of your first sort of, a, I guess, American Idol that you looked up to?
3: Yeah, definitely. I had watched Carrie Underwood audition, um, and I had also watched Fantasia audition. And so, you know, there I was pretty young. Um, So I was just, you know, learning into the whole uh, American Idol world. Um, But when I really started paying attention and watching, um, you know, people like James Durbin and Lauren Elena. And Scotty McCreary, you know, all of these people started coming in together. And I was like, wow, this is such a cool, like, thing. Now I can see why everybody revs it up and why everybody wants to vote. And so um, ever since James Durbin and, you know, all of them, I've I've been voting uh, every season. And so hopefully now I can, you know, pull in America's vote.
2: Absolutely. You'll definitely have Mississippi's vote for sure, Zachariah. That's one thing we do well as we get behind our our home team. And and so for for you, that's a good thing. And I don't remember what season Taylor Hicks was on American Idol, but he has been with us here in the Good Thing studio. So you got some good juju headed uh, from the studio to you sort of that way. Season five, is that what you said, Rhino? Wow, we were babies too back then. <laughs> but you know, a show that's been around for that long, you just know that they obviously know what they're doing. The People like it and enjoy it, and so I think you know you're in for a wild ride. Do you know when Hollywood Week will come back around? Are they still in audition phase? I know they had some last night. You got another Mississippi girl on board going to Hollywood Week. So when does all that happen?
3: Yeah, I don't have an exact schedule, um, but I do know that Hollywood Week is literally right around the corner, um, and these audition processes are you know slowly coming to an end um so i think you know america just needs to know just brace yourself uh for the next best next best season there we go of american idol so
2: your golden ticket is it a literal ticket did you get to keep it does it like a passport do you actually have to use it for something i need i need to know about the ticket
3: yeah i you know it's that's a great question um I had actually packed it with me when I was going to Los Angeles thinking I would need to be like, Hey, you know, going to, you know, Los Angeles. Um, but I didn't. Uh, and yes, you get to keep your golden ticket and, uh, it's almost kind of like a, you know, an Oscar or a Grammy. You just, you know, you put it on your shelf. You wake up and you look at it every single day,
2: and you re- it reminds you, Zechariah, and so many li- watching or listening to good things. Even if you go for your dreams once and you it doesn't work out the way you wanted to, don't be afraid to brush up, get back up, and go after it again. Because it, you know, it may be the right time uh, for you to sort of go to that next level, which is exactly what happened uh, to you. Where can we find you online? Where can we support you in the social world?
3: yes absolutely um i will have all my links out but if you go to at real zachariah smith z-a-c-h gotta get that h in there um that should lead you to my instagram my facebook twitter tiktok um all the socials and uh, i'm always posting daily and posting videos of me and my kiddos and uh my daily life at Bill's Hamburgers and uh, all the good stuff.
2: All the good stuff. You keep singing Elvis, and we're going to keep rooting for you. And congratulations, Bud. We are wishing you the best. And hey, if you make it to the next level, you know where to find us. You're welcome back here anytime. Okay.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless y'all.
2: All righty, you guys stick with us. We got a little bit more for you coming up next. Good things, we are on your computer and mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can now watch good things live on C Spire TV. We are on channel seventy, right next to the weather channel, which is confused. It is the first day of spring, y'all. <laughs> And there was a freeze warning for much of Mississippi uh, last night, which I think is a hoot and a holler. And one of the most uh, favorite means I have seen today is by a comedian and said, I know Mother Nature is putting the south in the oven this summer, meaning it's coming, y'all. We got seasoned with pollen and then stuck right back in the refrigerator to marinate. And I laughed out loud. In my coffee when I read that this morning, and
1: yeah, that dude's pretty funny.
2: And you know, it feels we do this every year. Even my daughter, who was pouting about having to go back to school today, I thought spring break was supposed to be warm. And my husband and I, eh, no, nope, never, not Mississippi. It's right. Never she, really has been. Never really has been. It's definitely not the norm. If you get, you'll get a sunny spring break. You just don't always get. A warm spring break you may sprinkle in sort of those days. So it does feel a little off to say happy spring, everybody. Today is the first day of spring when you're wrapped up in your mittens and coats and things, which is interesting, too, because. We do it every, or I do it every year. You probably have done this also. You put away some of the winter things already. It's kind of like you're, especially if you've got younger kids. You're shifting out closets. You're changing out seasons. You're, you know, you're buying new things because we've had those fake days of summer. And so you realize, hey, kids need new shorts. You know all the things. And so to make room, you get rid of. You put up, and then so you look odd layering non-traditionally winter, non-winter things on to be warm enough during the sporadically cold days. And then I really appreciate those of you who are just saying, screw it. It is March the 20th. I'm going out in shorts and a sweatshirt and my flip flops, and I'm just going to bare knuckle whatever the weather throws at me. I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my summer gear and to be done with it. I'm like, you go for it. My toes are cold for you, but I got you. I see where you're going, but hang tight. Don't put them away because Friday it's like 85 degrees.
1: Oh, we Don't have to wait that long. It's going to be in the 80s in 48 hours or less.
2: Yeah. Crazy. So go on and get your tissues, your Claritin, all the things sort of up and out and all around because it's Mississippi, y'all. It's just we're along for the ride. At this point. And really, Mississippians are along for rides too on all of the platforms, on all of the singing shows, on all of the things. We just talked to um, Zachariah Smith out of Amory. He's on season 21. If you missed that, it'll be back on YouTube in just a little bit. Really great conversation. Really cool moment with him singing us a little bit of Elvis. And then if you watched it last night, you saw that Kayla Clark out of Summerall, Mississippi, she got her golden ticket on American Idol. She, She is headed to Hollywood Week as well. And so I know we got two there. We've got two now on the voice. And so y'all I'm be busy just keeping up with all the Mississippians doing so many cool things. I need y'all to simmer down. I need to at least spread it out to different shows, to <laughs> different seasons, or something. My DVR is setting crazy, but I think now it's we just cool. need
1: a Mississippian to compete on American Ninja Warrior.
2: We do. We did have the one out of Tupelo area, I think, several years back. Um, I know they've got the state has the Ninja Warrior um, training facility that's here centrally. They actually host qualifiers for American Ninja Warrior, which if you're not connected to that actually being like a sport, it really is. And you can compete and get better and train and travel and the whole the whole thing. And uh which I think is really cool and it's growing um here in our here in our area. There may be another one now that's sprung up around oh, yeah. the state. Oh yeah, I mean I'm the obstacle sure, but- course
1: gym has become a a popular thing to, to build or to renovate an old structure into. Because even if you're not doing it competitively, like you don't have your eyes set on going and competing on the on the national stage, mm-hmm. it's still an incredible workout.
2: Yeah, and I would say fun and a sense of accomplishment to do something different. I mean, how cool would it be to, you know, be playing around like a you know a spider monkey, and it be considered <clears throat> be considered fitness? But what will hurt your feelings though if you've ever had like had the opportunity to go to one of those obstacle course gyms and you take anybody under the age of twelve? Well, number one, their ratio of strength to their body weight is exponentially better than ours in our 40s (laughs) and to watch them just whoop up a rope and jump around and you know fancy free and have zero fear of letting go to jump to the next thing is really cool to watch too and how quickly they catch on to it and, um, and it's a lot of fun. I'd love to see more things like that uh, pop up. Another sport, though, that's growing in Mississippi is uh, rock climbing, but not like mountain rock climbing, not that kind. But the in- Well,
1: we don't have many <laughs> rocks for them to climb.
2: <laughs> I was. Yeah, correct. It's not like we're bringing in mountains or anything, but it's the sport of, uh, I guess, indoor rock climbing.
1: Yeah, I mean, they can be set up outside, but most of them are indoor.
2: Uh huh. And to watch, if you've never watched it, like. They and then it's like how fast can you get up one side or the other, which it's really popular in other areas of the country. I'm trying like the wet like wherever there's mountains is usually because it began as a training, training ground for the outdoorsy thingy. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> what you're
1: doing is you're building up all the major muscle groups and some lesser muscle groups that you need to go mountaineering to go climb actual mountains because. They set it up, and it's when it when it first came out. Like they had a mountain climbing thing on campus at college in the gym, and you could go sign up, and they would belay you, and you'd go up it. But it was flat, pretty much. I mean, it had a little bit of an incline, but you see some of these nowadays where they'll have a little alcove at the bottom that's designed for you to start flat footed and go vertical, and then horizontal, and then back vertical again. And
2: oh, they get tripped. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It's and it's problem solving because. Just like on the rocks, you have a limited number of ways you can go, but that limit is really only your capability.
2: And then how flexible and bend yourself like a pretzel and then hang by your fingertips kind of way. It's just a safer, more logical way to continue your lifespan by doing it indoors, roped into a harness, climbing up a faux mountain than the way the crazies do, up with just chalk and Jesus. I just I will never fully understand the freedom in which they live their life, but I I. Don't want more of it, but I, I it's very admirable what they do. Thomas and Greenwood said we could have barefooted gravel racing. It's true. It is true. We, we would have our own sort of um, outdoors adventures here in Mississippi uh, for sure. One that's gaining, one sport that's gaining a little steam on the Gulf Coast, or I guess it's coming back, is hockey. But I don't know if we've got a women's hockey team yet here in our state or if there's one associated. I think it's
1: – I'm not aware of one.
2: The the by their cats or but they're wolves so I'd have to look them up. <laughs> I'm sinking. I see the logo. It's a pretty blue and um, I think a silver in my in my mind's eye. And I want to, maybe wolf. I don't know. I'll look it up. But besides that, the headline that I'm getting to is we talk about Guinness World Records all the time and folks doing really cool and neat things. But I love this one. And the sea wolves. I was so close. They were wolves, but they're on the sea, and that makes sense. Am I right with the blue and the gray, like the blue and the silver? Is it, what's their, please don't tell Oh, uh, The
1: main colors are blue and red, but the wolf is gray.
2: Okay. Okay, I'll take the blue. I'll take the, okay. I was like, green and orange. Man, I missed it by a mile. I remember seeing it. No, that it. was the
1: Tupelo T-Rex back in the day. Their colors were Mardi Gras colors.
2: That's perfect. Oh, I need a high school to be a T-Rex. I really need that. I need that in my life. Okay, this lady is a Virginia woman. She is the oldest female hockey player at the ripe age of eighty-two. She's on a league. She's still playing. It's not just senior citizen uh, playing. She didn't even start playing until she was thirty-five when a friend got her into into the sport, and she's always still
1: five decades of experience
2: (laughs) now. (laughs) (laughs) But she has always been, as she said, the oldest player out there because she sort of just stuck with it and anyway so yeah so she doesn't play as intensely
1: now um she's but, not checking them into the boards like she used to
2: yes correct i think at 75 her current team or her, her then team did kindly ask her to maybe think about retiring because she was starting to slow up just a little bit but i think at um at At 80, she found a beginner team who she could impose a lot of her wisdom and things on and stay. And um, just like, well, I mean, that's party part of. Do you impose
1: wisdom or do you impart wisdom?
2: It's Monday. I don't know. (laughs) You share wisdom. You give, offer, knock them over the head with a hockey stick. Can you really?
1: Although now that I think about it, I'm sure someone has been imposed with wisdom from an octogenarian.
2: Probably or imparted. I don't know. Given. But is it not a good tactic to have the old lady out there that you feel really guilty about smashing into the wall to kind of be like a decoy for everybody else? She's the ringer. (laughs) I See, that's what they were doing. All right. Stick with us. We got more for you up next. you can listen to good things we are streaming live over at supertalk.fm we're also streaming from the supertalk mississippi app of course you can always find us on your local super Talk mississippi radio station and you can also find ways to register for morgan Wallen. he is coming to oxford he's coming up next month quick like in a hurry about in a month from now with today's 20th he'll be here sunday april the 23rd he's going to be uh playing at the Balt Hemingway Stadium, ma'am. I'm praying just when I was like Oxford, <laughs> just come to the town. He'll be. You'll hear the music no matter where.
1: Yeah, depending on when you show up.
2: You know what? Just Just follow follow the the signs. Follow the signs. Follow the cars. (laughs) You know, you're lucky. You won't get a ticket that way because by that time it was already sold out, but you'll at least be able to sit out in fresh air and listen to some music. just won't be able to see it. You'll be able to hear it. But if you want to actually see the show, then you need to go to supertalk.fn slash Morgan Wallen. You'll see a full list of registration locations. The winners will get two sweet seat tickets to see Morgan Wallen at Vault Hemingway Stadium. and the ticket giveaway is brought to you by First South Farm Credit, King's Daughter Medical Center, Jump Start Test Prep, and Toyota of uh, Brookhaven. So we got a few more days before they pull the winner winner chicken dinner for uh, that really cool uh, prize package there. So don't miss out on that. Have you ever sat and listened to a concert that wasn't in front of like you were where you could sit and listen, but you weren't there at the concert? Oh, yeah. Like we uh so brandon Amphitheater is in w- where we live in our community, and there's a lot of like restaurants and whatever that capitalize on the fact that you know I mean, you're not just sitting out in the parking lot taking in a free concert. I guess some people may do that, but you do hear it like it the music sort of travels, and you get the upper, especially if you live sort of around that. that's one of the perks to and downers, but one of the I was perks, about to say
1: it was a blessing and a curse for me because when I lived in Clinton. I lived right there on the brick streets, right there in Old Town, and there was a yearly music festival that would set up literally right outside my apartment, and it was a curse because I parked in front of my place on the street, and that parking was then verboten. I wasn't allowed to go there and park, so I had to find somewhere else to park. It's always a little angry, but then if the music was good, I could just go out on the front porch, and I had a great spot to hear it. For free.
2: Free, For free. Just for living there. Uh, Not free, but if you're into what we're talking about, road climbing a while ago on our Seaspire Spire text line, a former park manager there at the Tishamanga State Park and a former Golden Eagle, Southern Miss to the top there, uh, Bill, he said that. They have a lot of rope climbing and rappelling at Tishomingo State Park, 115 climbing routes featured in numerous publications. So see there again. It's about the only part of the I state with say the only part of the state that's actually got mountains or rocks or, or something cool to do. But uh, that is on my list of places to take the family at some point in time is Tishomingo State Park from all the outdoorsy sort of things that they have uh, to do there. You'll have to put the rope climbing and the rappelling as part of them. Would you repel, Rhino?
1: Oh, yeah. You just so got to have somebody down. hefty enough or strong enough to be on the other side. Uh-uh. End.
2: So, repelling, you have the person on the top lowering you down. I mean, usually Climbing, you have the person on the bottom while you go up.
1: Uh, it depends on how it's set up. But usually, if unless you're in an elite tactical unit, you're going to be repelling or climbing with someone belaying you or making sure you're safe
2: oh yeah i would need that mm-hmm. and you see they have but
1: yeah repelling I, I think repelling would be a lot easier than climbing simply because you have gravity assisting you
2: true but you gotta start looking down
1: no you back up to it you, you you put your back to whatever you're climbing down you have a firm grip on the rope or whatever mechanism they're using for you and then put your feet on the edge lower your ear and walk down the wall?
2: I've seen where even for Children's of Mississippi and other organizations will utilize rappelling for um, raising funds. They'll get folks to go down. I don't know. I don't know if I could do it. It just feels really windy up there. And what if you slip and start hanging from there and then they just, what, lower you down? I don't know. Oh, yeah. You say that. I mean, Spider-Man looks at, makes it look really easy, but just, there's so many I never saw associated. it in person,
1: but there were always rumors swirling around the, the climbing wall on campus at college, and there was a rumor that one particular person had a fear of, of climbing and a fear of heights, and they were trying to conquer that fear, and they would always get about five or six feet off the ground and then faint, what do you mean? and they're I'm just terrible. hanging there in their harness, fainted.
2: And that'd be awful. I guess if you faint, though, you wake up and you're on ground and you're like, Jesus loves me. This I know. Off the wall, he got me so. <laughs> Stick with us. You got so much more coming up next. You got the boys of Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6. Rhino and I will meet you back here tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Good things for you. Good things for you.